What is up, everyone, and welcome to Objectively Speaking. My name is Jeremy Paul. And I'm Laura Norman, and this is episode 22, game 24, the Columbus Blue Jackets versus the Detroit Red Wings. And we are live from a parking garage outside of Nationwide Arena. And we're getting looks. We're getting looked at, but you know what? I'm okay with that. This is the first time we've started recording an episode prior to Puck Drop. So this one's going to be like range of emotion central. We're going to have a lot of varying. <laughs> there are definitely going to be tears. Also, we're getting looks because there's a mic hanging from my rear view mirror and it looks funny. So that's why people are staring. But not Steve Palumbo. <laughs> not Steve Palumbo. <laughs> Should I? Let's pop on the pod. Yeah. Hi, sweetie. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, can you hear me? Yeah. Hi, you're on the podcast. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Am I? I'm guest starring on the podcast on Laura Norman's birthday. Oh, my goodness. This couldn't have been better, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I am totally going to watch this back later. <laughs> I'm, I'm so into it that it hurts. Sweet. What's up, Jeremy? How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, dude, it's been a great day, man, down in Philly, teaching it up, teaching a little science, a little social studies, I'm loving it. I loving love it. Loving little track, you know, it's been a great day. I'm obsessed. So. Oh, my God. Steve, you're hired. <laughs> you are hired yeah, as our I'm official call-in yeah. guest. Hey, if this is when you're doing your podcast all the time, dude, feel free to phone in, man. I'm driving home <laughs> just about every day around this time i'll 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 hop in man i got it <laughs> i love it we've decided to be manic and record prior to the game because we're sitting in the parking garage about to go into the game yes because we get to see the nice. game in person today for the first time in over a year okay that's cool so you're on you're on a very special episode because this is our oh. first game in person episode that is cool yeah so what are we thinking what are we thinking for today's game Great question. Um, I think that we are leaning more towards our expectations are more about the experience and less about the outcome. So, okay. all right. We, there's, there's been a lot of moves lately, right? So it's probably not a cohesive team yet. Well, right? there. You know what, Steve? You've got it kind of on the. You're hitting the nail on the head. What's the idiom? I forget. Yeah. Nail on the head. You're <laughs> okay. right. Okay. All right. Um, yep. Yeah, no, I mean, they basically play kind of like they don't know what they're doing, but it's fine. So, (laughs) gives us stuff to talk about on the podcast. I mean, how terrible would it be if every episode we got to be like, yay, they won again. I would, I would, I, personally, I would record that podcast. Personally, I would enjoy that podcast. I would also enjoy that podcast. All right, y'all, so that was a wonderful little... (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to Steve. I love Steve. Steve, uh, Steve and I are fraternity brothers. We went to college together, and then Laura worked. And yeah, yeah, Steve's essentially like my pseudo little brother. I adopted him years ago to help him get through college, um, and he's just the sweetest human being, and so sweet that he called to wish me <laughs> happy birthday. So good. And then I just ambushed him with, hey, you're on the podcast. <laughs> he was a natural, though. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I wish we would have been able to like actually get him on, but that was so good. I think, and he asked us a really good question. He said, what do you think is going to happen? And you were like, 
<laughs> we're gonna have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely our expectations are way more about the experience, not so much about the um, results, but or the outcome. So it'll be fine. I'm trying not to set myself up for disappointment. I love that. I love that. Well, this is so fun because I can like. Literally... I only want a happy cry on my birthday. Yeah, that's true. This is so interesting because, like, we can, like, literally look at each other. We're sitting next to each other in Laura's car. So, like, I feel like we're actually having a conversation, whereas I think sometimes, although we literally did just do it, but, like, I feel like sometimes we stumble over each other when yes. we're Zooming. And so this is so nice. Be yeah, because the other time that we were together actually recording, we couldn't be in the same room because of the echo. Isn't it crazy how technology advances? We are literally, I am on my laptop in this garage. So, if you guys don't hear any footage um, after, it's because my laptop got stolen out of the garage. But, um, it should be fine. I'm <laughs> hoping for the best. But, before we go in, mm -hmm. we're going to do it. Are you ready? Oh, God. What are we doing? We're going to predict. No. <laughs> I'm sorry that got really quiet. Predictions make me nervous. All right. I don't need to know the game score or who wins. Uh-huh. Um, but who... You tell me, we are getting looked at. Um, <laughs> you tell me who you think is going to, do you think Cam is going to score? Like, do you think Cam is going to score a goal for your birthday? In an ideal world, yes. He would score a goal for my birthday. How about in our world? In our world, probably not because I want it too bad. Fair. Um, but my hope is that all of them are extra jazzed to be playing with some fans in the building. But I will say more importantly, because I found out today that Max Domi and I share yes. a birthday. Yeah. So happy birthday, Max. Um, so if he could score a goal for our respective birthday, that would be amazing. That it would. Um, I think Cam's going to get you a goal. I think Cam's going to get you a goal, bitch. I mean, I will cry. I know you will. Um... I think, so apologies in advance for the way that this is going to be um, produced and edited. We're going to do things a little bit different today. I think we might record a little bit in the arena. I was going to buy, like, lapel mics, but I was afraid I wouldn't be able to get them in. So they will just be iPhone, like, uh, voice memos, but those are usually okay. So yeah. so if you start to listen to this podcast and you're like, what in the sweet fuck are they recording on? It's my iPhone, and that's why it might be bad, but... These are going to be, it, this is going to be like a quilt episode. We're going to piece together our experience and hopefully be able to give you, for all of those of you who couldn't come to this first game back, um, what it's like to be from in the parking garage to back at home in my living room. Well, on that note, bitch, you ready to head to, head to the pregame festivities? All right, so I don't know how we're going to sound because we're both, like, masked and ready, sitting in our seats. And I've been yelling so much. Yeah, I can't wait to hear, like, what that sounds like tonight when we get back to, to like, listen to these audios. And then we record at your house and it's just, like, all bad. Terrible, horrible vocal fry. I apologize in advance. But Cameron scored a goal right in front of my face. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that I, like, it'll probably be, like, a minute or two as they're listening to it, like, as we're listening to the podcast. But for, I mean, I called it. I did that. I feel like I am responsible for this goal. And I don't, like, you could try to take it away from me, but I'm not going to let you. I can't take it away from you. I clearly didn't have full faith in him. And you did. And he gave me the best birthday present. A beautiful goal right in front of my face. 
And he is only one fight away from a Gordie Howe hat trick. So if, if that happens, you're going to lose your goddamn mind. If that happens, it's going to be a miracle. The man does not throw down ever. That's true. He really, he really doesn't, y'all. Um, so, I mean, this has been a great... I mean, like, this has probably been the Jackets' best period of the season. And we just get so lucky as to be here and watch it happen so we can actually believe that it's true because we're seeing it with our own eyes. In this case, seeing is believing. That is true. And I told you with, like, four and a half minutes left to go in the, in the second period that I had something that I wanted to say, but I was going to wait. Oh, shit, what was that? I forgot about that. <laughs> I was going to say that this is the best second period that the Blue Jackets have had all season long. And it makes me so happy. I think they could have let up two more. I think they could have let up two goals at the end of the period, and it still probably would have qualified as the best second period this team has played all year. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been great. I think, obviously, like, the power play gets a goal. Like, they're playing really well on the power play. Obviously, they haven't scored on every opportunity. But, but I mean, it's been good. Like, the power play has been consistent, and they've been uh, generating zone time. And that Boone Jenner goal... That that was stinky. That was so good. That was so good. You know I love every time Boone scores, but especially when Boone scores when he's just like, fuck it, here I go. And that's and, what he did. And fuck it, here he went. So uh, we got about, what, 11.45 left until the third period. When they don't do anything in the middle of the intermission, though, like in the intermission, this shit crawls. It's I didn't realize. Weird. It's very weird when they don't do anything. Although we are watching the Zambonis right now, and I've missed them. I know. <laughs> oh my god! Do you remember, wait, do you remember like a few months ago when a Zamboni caught on fire, but it wasn't a Zamboni brand Zamboni, and so everybody like their PR had to be like, "This was not a Zamboni," and we were all like, "No, like kind of fuck you." It was like they're all Zamboni. <laughs> like correct. Yes, I do remember that. It was quite terrifying to see a Zamboni on the ice on fire. <laughs> It couldn't have been good for the ice conditions. Uh, but nevertheless, the Jackets are up 4-1 going into the third period. And if they fuck this up, you all probably should stop listening now <laughs> because you're not going to want to listen to the rest of the podcast. But I feel pretty good. I feel all right about where we're at. It's just going to be a bunch of me crying if that happens and Jeremy going lots of expletives. Which isn't entirely different than normal. So, I mean, I'm nevertheless, it'll be what it'll be. But got about 10 minutes left until the Jackets take the ice again for the third period. Hopefully this audio doesn't suck too bad. Hopefully you're liking a little bit of the Nationwide Arena um, audio coming through. I, the, I'll tell you what, the DJ hasn't been much better. I, He's had a whole year to fix his problem and he has not. It's tough. It's tough to listen to. But the Jackets let up three, four shots on goal in the, in the second period. So... Keep it up in the third period, and I think we're going to be a couple happy bitches going, recording the rest of this podcast. So, so yeah, stay tuned. Here's hoping. All right, we are in the car. We're on our way back up to, to your place, to the apartment, to, to kind of debrief and to kind of decompress. I don't know about you, but I'm like, I'm asleep. Like, I'm tired after that one. Yeah, that's definitely the most energy that I have exuded in a very long time. Um, there was so much yelling in a positive way and it just, it was so great y'all. We haven't said it yet. I forget that 
<laughs> we didn't say they won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they ended up winning. They won four one. Nothing really changed after our little um, intermission debrief. And to be quite honest, like that third period was kind of a. I don't want to say it was a snooze fest because that's not fair. Like, I literally I could have watched paint dry inside a nationwide arena tonight and said thank you because like of how much I missed it. But yeah, it um, was just a lot of back and forth. Um, you know, they kept trying, but honestly, towards the end when we got on the on the final power play, it was nice to see towards be able to use some other people to uh, kind of practice their power play skills because we were for the first time in what seems like forever up so far that the other team wasn't going to beat us in the time allotted. Well, I think that's good too because like I think they said it uh, in the post game interview and, and if not like I think Jody might have said it too like you're able to start trying to get some guys going by, by giving them the chance to get out on the power play like there and so like you know, like Lion A's not out there on those on that last power play. Uh, Cam's not out there. Nick's not out there. You've got guys like Nash, Bemstrom, Stenland, uh, Domi, Texier. Like it's it's a pretty good group of guys who just need some help to get going. And, and if you can get them out there on the power play, you know why not? What the hell? Let's try it. Let's try to get them some some momentum there. But I mean, I think overall, like a really quality win like there's never a point in time at the game where I the first period I actually thought Detroit had a little bit of an edge on us mm. not much pretty even but after that first period I never really was worried well and I was really proud of them for how they responded when our initial second goal was deemed offsides so often when that happens to us you know, that completely knocks the wind out of the team. It's right. just such a buzzkill. They, you know, get so disheartened about it. And, you know, it was just so great to have them come back and have Ry have freaking Riley Nash come back and just score that, what ended up being the game-winning second goal. Um and they just kept that momentum going. Like, that second period, you know, I looked up halfway through. Well, I looked up at one point. It was only halfway through. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, they still have so much more time. And they're doing so well. Like, it just was such a relief to finally see them getting opportunities and looking loose and playing, you know, playing hockey and having fun so that was just that was a great a great experience that second period yeah I mean if I could replay that second bit like that's what I would pay to watch all the time like that's the podcast I want to record every week like like I think we mentioned that with Steve like <laughs> yes. earlier today where it's like what fun is it if they win like that every time no that was fun I enjoyed that yeah I can talk no. about this all night the the only disappointing part, and I know it's because of COVID, but just because it was my birthday, I really wanted it to happen. Um, they did not release the streamers at the end of the game. <laughs> and I just turned and looked at Jeremy with my hands in the air, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> it was funny. I mean, like, it was real funny. Like, because I think, I want to say, and I don't know if you said it on the podcast, but I know at some point you said to me, if they don't do streamers on my birthday, 
I'll be pissed. Because you're like, we're even going to be sitting in the lower bowl. Like, we can actually catch some. Right, because it's one of those, like, situations. And, like, don't get me wrong. I 1,000% love the, the, the seats where Jeremy's normal season tickets are at. Because as someone who learned most about the game, either, like, watching it on television or you know sitting in the upper bowl that's where I prefer because I like the sport and I can see it more if I'm up higher so when the rare occasion happens that we are in the lower bowl it's like you want all those bells and whistles and especially on your birthday you want to get rained down on streamers like and we were in the perfect spot like we would have gotten so many streamers (laughs) I think it's funny that, like, now that you say that, like, I don't know that I've ever watched us win two games in a row when I'm sitting in the lower bowl. I mean, the the two games were, like, 366 days apart. Like, don't get me twisted. But, that like, is true. That is wild because last year for your birthday we sat in the lower bowl. That was the last time that we, we got the chance to do that. And then 366 days later, they came through. They came through again. It was glorious. I really didn't want to record this podcast if they lost. Like, I, I didn't know how I was going to come back to it after, like, the fun of having Steve call in and all that kind of stuff accidentally. And then, like... And, like, recording and then, while we were in the arena. And then have it just go to shite. Oh, just have it be me silently sobbing in the car. And by silently, I mean, like, wailing. Yeah. And cursing the names of humans. But it's not that way. This is very happy. And there's lots of great things to talk about. Um, And, you know, lots of things to talk about as we prepare to head to Dallas um, for two games. But, yeah, it was just from an overall, from the car point of view that we're doing right now. It was just, it was so good to be back in the arena to just, like... We walked through the door, and I'm going to put up on our Instagram. I took a little video of Jeremy walking through the door of the arena. Um, and just, like, to feel it, it's to, to feel and to understand that it's been an entire year since we've been in that building um, was crazy. And to, to walk out and to see the ice and all that sort of stuff. And I've, I've talked about it before, but I have this thing about how the arena smells the smell of the fresh ice and even with my double masks I could still like smell it and it just felt so much like being at home and just so much of like a sense of normalcy that I think both of us and everyone that was there tonight um really like took to heart was feeling somewhat normal again uh, I don't know how you you want to describe our yeah, experience. I mean, it was, like, there are portions of it, like, especially, like, when you first walked in, like, we went to the, we walked into the blue line just to take a look, um, take a look around and all that kind of stuff, and um, I, it was just, like, so empty, and it was so quiet, and it was just so weird. Um, so that first part was just strange, because it was, like, a desert wasteland but obviously like I think that you kind of like there are games right where like in the regular season it would feel pretty empty in Nationwide Arena mm. I I don't think I ever realized what empty Nationwide Arena actually felt feels like because that one that felt weird oh yeah but like, 
Sorry. No, this, you're good. This was, I mean, we've been to quite a few preseason games over the last few years, and those are typically, like, I would consider those empty. Like, those are definitely empty-feeling games where you can hear, you know, you can hear the chatter on the bench, and you can hear, you know, more of the sticks on the ice and everything. But this, like, this was truly, yeah. truly sort of a deafening situation where, like, at certain points, if you got, like, overly excited, you were definitely like, everyone in here heard me say that. Come on, vocals. You're singing now? You're singing on the podcast? I'm, I'm very that. happy. Um, I, yeah, I looked at Laura a couple times, and I was like, oh, shit. I, like, say those things during games. Like, I could hear myself more um, than I normally could. Like, and so. Yeah, and that's why I didn't sing the anthem, because I was like, uh, no, thank you. Yeah, right? I let Leo handle that. I walked by Leo in the concourse. Did you? Yeah, so he was there. I didn't know if he was, like, I didn't know if they, like, were, like, hiding him hostage somewhere and then, like, having him sing and, like, he wasn't actually there or what the situation um, was. FYI, Fifth Liners, because I am not 100% sure if they showed oh. the anthem on the television this evening, but Leo has a mustache. I recorded it. I recorded it on my phone. I might give it to you to put on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, God, the he, has, he definitely has a mustache. That he does. It's like a thicky mustache. Too. I mean, like, it's not thick, but it's like, it's not like. No, it's not it's, like horn stashy. Like, it's a medium thickness mustache. Yeah, it's a little porn stashy. It but, was just shocking to see his face come up, and then I literally turned to look at Jeremy, and I ran my two fingers across my mask and was like, mustache. What? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it was interesting. But once we got seated, though, I felt like I felt like it felt pretty normal then. Like, obviously, like, we were pretty spread out, and that made it pretty... Well, and honestly, for me, um, as a POS person of size, <laughs> I oh, um, get really self-conscious at fully, like, sold-out games. I mean, I still love going to them, but, like... I get very self-conscious and, like, try and shrink myself down. You can ask Jeremy. I basically hug him the whole time that we're at games normally. I don't have much of a choice. Hey, yeah. wait. Hey, wait. Before you keep going, speaking of people of size, are we going through a drive through <laughs> Yeah, hungry? I really want a Diet Coke. Okay, great. Um, Which one are you feeling? I don't care. Okay. Um, but I personally am a huge fan of not having to sit directly beside people I don't know. Um, and they this is the other thing I want to talk about. So anyone who um, is considering going to a game when they release more of the tickets or has purchased tickets already for one of the upcoming home games, um, I think Jeremy will agree with me when I say this, that they have done so much to make sure that everyone is safe and everything is clean um, and everyone stays like far away from each other. I was very impressed uh, when we were reading through the guidelines earlier this week, they were like, yeah, seats that aren't available are going to be roped off. Well, we didn't see any ropes. And halfway through the second intermission, Jeremy looks at me and goes, oh, my God, they tied the seats down. Yeah. And they did. They zip tied all of the unusable seats um, so that you can't even pull them down. Um, and there's lots of arrows everywhere to make sure pathways are one way. Um, hand sanitizer stations like there was a couple of, of things where I was like this could be done better but it was the first game back and um, I'm sure once they review everything they'll make some adjustments but for the most part like 
everyone everyone was just so happy to a be back to work because there were so many people tonight that for the very first time in a year got to return to their jobs and that is such an incredible incredible thing to be able to to return to um, being employed at especially during this time and everyone was just so happy to see fans and you know for the most part there was no real everyone was very polite and yeah. yeah so if you're thinking about going to a game or you have one of the upcoming games you know already purchased please feel you know confident and comfortable that nationwide and the blue jackets are all doing everything to make sure that everyone stays safe and we don't become one of these crazy super spreader events. Yeah, I mean, I not, there's no way that I think, like, cause like it, it was so safe. Like I felt really good about it. Um, and so I think mostly like, I'll be interested to see what those games feel like um, as we like move toward having more folks there. Because for me, like that felt like like quite a good sh turnout. Like I know, like some of the players, yeah, that felt like plenty for me. Yeah, <laughs> some of the players were like, um, you know, like it definitely felt like there were more than two thousand people. Like they were loud; you could hear them. Um, so there we go. We were loud. Um, us loud. That, that's weird. Crazy. Um, but yeah. So overall, pretty great. Uh, and obviously, like we'll do a little bit more dissecting of the of the game once we get. Um, although we've dissected quite a bit. I don't know how much these people want to hear us talk anymore, but we're going to do it. Yeah, but... I mean, we'll at least go about, like, how we feel about going into yeah, to we'll, Dallas and for stuff sure. like that. Um, and then just, you know, sort of lastly, if you were watching the broadcast and you happened to stay on long enough to watch Cam give his post-game interview, then you also saw the two of us. We're, we're cute as hell, y'all. We are adorable. The picture is up on our Twitter. I'm going to put it up on our Instagram um, I look like I'm just living my best life with terrible posture, but that's fine. I think you were. Um, and we got this image emailed to us from one of my former colleagues, one of Jeremy's current colleagues. Um, and we also got numerous text messages of just people being like, y'all are on TV, which is hilarious. We're um, stars. We're stars. Because I, that whole time, every time he took even a moment to stop talking, was yelling, Way to go, Cameron! So, I was being embarrassing, but it's fine. Well, I love that about you. What y'all want at McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> we're well, on the drive through <laughs> Well, I was just about to say, um, we're going to order some food, and then go back to my house, and we will continue recording. You don't want it to be a mukbang? Um, Is that how you pronounce that? I don't even know. I don't know. Okay. But we'll be back shortly. Well, we are satiated. We have now consumed <laughs> the McDonald's that, that, that Laura didn't let y'all order. I was going to let y'all get in on the order, but Laura said no. So um, Your girl was paying, so I'm not paying for our listeners. I'm just saying that, like, we kind of owe them one at this point. Like, I feel like, I feel like we're, like... Like we need to take one for the team. We just need to show them love. Yeah, um, but it's my birthday, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Listen, y'all, come back on Thursday when we record um, the game after that. Oh my god, after the Dallas game, and maybe we can hook you up because then it won't be Laura's birthday. Maybe maybe we'll have some love to give then. But um, no, not really. We're broke, bitches. Um, but 
yeah, I think looking forward to Dallas. Like, I think that there is a lot of really good stuff tonight that I hope carries over. I still am not ready to, um, you know, believe that this is over. Like, the struggles, I mean. Like, I still, like, definitely have some concerns. Like, I'm not ready to say that this is all better yet. But I'm hopeful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is one game. Uh, we lost five games in a row leading up to this point. We didn't necessarily perform great before those five games that we totally lost. Um, but it did feel really, really good to win a game. Um, and And not just because we were there, which was even better, but... Just to win, to see, or to see and to hear the guys after the game just feel like a weight was lifted. Um, you know, see that they were having fun. I think that's such a crucial and important part. I mean, we mentioned it a, a couple episodes ago that potentially the Blue Jackets are too serious of a team and they're not remembering that, yes, this is their job, but that doesn't mean that they can't have fun with it. And they can't feel free to make plays or, you know, try different things or, for the love of freaking God, shoot the puck and not pass it 12 times. Um, but, yeah, it just felt it just it felt a little bit different. But we're definitely not over the hump. We got to win more than one game in a row. So we got to go into Dallas and hopefully this this energy and this positivity uh, travels with them uh, down to Texas and you know we we can get some good outcomes because I mean Dallas is just right above us right now right in the standings in terms of points points per game or like points percentage yeah they are well yeah I mean we've definitely played more games than them because we haven't had any games canceled or rescheduled um, but so yeah so we're in a, we're in an interesting situation um, but it felt good it felt really, really good. Um, I'm hoping to see some other players maybe start producing on Thursday and Saturday. Like, Max Domi, babe, I know we're birthday twins. Gotta, gotta score a goal. You just gotta. It broke my heart every time someone yelled at you. Earn that $5.3 million. And I'm very aware that Jeremy and I used to yell similar things at Alexander Wenberg. But I'm still giving Max the new guy grace period. And I know that he's a great player. I've seen clips of him from Montreal. Um, he has it. He just, for some reason, there's a bit of a... A struggle, and I just want I want to see him produce something when we're in Dallas. Yeah, and actually, I lied to you. Technically, we are we are above Dallas after tonight's results because I think Dallas lost to the Lightning, and so Dallas has uh, four seventy one points percentage, and the Jackets have a four seventy nine points percentage. So, like, not exactly like you know. By any, it's the skin of our teeth. We are any a, huge margins now, but the issue then, so like the Jackets actually do sit, um, also with the Predators losing tonight. Like the Jackets are fifth 
in points percentage in the Central Division. But it is, I mean, like, it's a substantial, like, clip behind Chicago. So, obviously, like, ground to make up there. I still don't think that this is a playoff team. Like, I'm going to sit here and say, like, based on, like, where things are, like, unless they can, like, actually take, like, they would probably have to have to take, like, 10 out of the next 16 points for me to feel like this could be a playoff team. And I, like, I'm yeah. not sure that this I mean, team is we're, we're just a few games shy of halfway through the season. So, in order for us to truly make a, a playoff run, we have to do a, a, a mid-season run to catch back up, um, <clears throat> which is why, you know, why this is not, like, this is not our answered prayer. Like, we can't, as fans or as the team, think that just one win is going to be enough. I know that we all did this very early on in the season, um, in the game against Tampa that we won at home short, right after we traded, uh, Pierre-Louis Dubois and everyone was stoked. Everyone was like, this is our turning point. Like we're going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. We can't do that until they start actually winning more than just a singular game. But yeah, I mean, I'm always going to be hopeful, even though I did you know, resigned to the fact that we're probably not going to the postseason in our last episode. Um, but I will be overjoyed if they do pull it together in the right way. I don't want to go by the skin of our teeth and I don't want to go and embarrass ourselves. That's my it's your caveat. That's my caveat. I, I want to go because we earned it in a way, you know, that that makes us feel good about being there. Um, doesn't matter how you get in, you just gotta get in. If you start winning after that, then you're good. But if you get in and you embarrass yourself, like you're right, like it's right. no way. And so, yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, obviously, like there's some stuff like hanging out there, and we won't get into it too much this episode. But like, obviously, like depending on how, you know, things progress with, you know, the season as we approach the trade deadline, there are some Blue Jackets assets that could be on the market, and David Savard's like the biggest rumor, which you know, it's kind of, you know, what it is. I mean, there's no way to temper that until something happens. But I don't think that that's a distraction in the same way that somebody wanting out or things like that are. Like, I think that that's, you know, manageable a lot more easily than, or a lot managed a lot more easily than the drama that they dealt with earlier in the season. Yeah. Can you do me a favor and actually look up what day the trade deadline is? Oh, it's April... Yeah, I heard it the other day. I want to say it's April 12th, but I could be making that up. Okay, I just need to mentally prepare myself. Um, but it is it is one of those those things, yeah. There's just going to be a lot of things that are occurring. Um, he just confirmed it is April 12th. So for everyone who wants to prepare for me to be absolutely bonkers anxious on a day, it will be April 12th. Um, slash the week leading up to it as well. I think it's going to be more of, like, the two or three weeks before it. Like, I think we're going to start seeing trades happen, like, end of March, like, middle end of March, because, like, you need to, like, uh, like Teams are going to, yeah, teams, because it's a shortened season, teams are going to want to make moves earlier to get, especially if they're doing a, a playoff run, to get those new players adjusted before 
going into the playoffs. So not even just adjustments, just be able to play and be out of quarantine, depending on who trades. Oh, where. that's true. Because well, yeah, because if they're going, I think it's only forty eight hours if they're going within the states. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's a whole two weeks if you're going from the states to Canada. So, um, so yeah, that can really be a setback if you're making a trade with one of the Canadian teams. Um, but also, I don't know if you remember this from a couple weeks ago, apparently if you drive yourself from Canada to whatever lower 48 team you're playing for, you don't have to do, you only have to do the 48 hour quarantine. I just, the rules are so made up. Because that, <laughs> that happened in Carolina when we played them the last time. Yeah. One of their new players, because he drove himself from Ottawa, I think. Yeah. Yes. From Ottawa. He only had to quarantine for 48 hours. And But in my opinion, I feel like if you're driving from Ottawa to Carolina, like... You're going to be stopping a lot more and like interacting with a lot more people than if you were flying on your team's private jet. Yeah. Like, so that really didn't make any sense to me, but I don't make the rules. Uh, so, yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting, I think, over the next little bit. But that's what we're here for, y'all. We're going to keep you posted as we do it. Um, Laura, do you have anything to wrap up? This has been quite the production. Like this is like, we have like, we have recorded in many a location today. <laughs> and so this has been quite the production. I can't prom. I, I will go on record and not promise that this is how every time we go to a game will be like, I, I simply don't know that I have the energy to muster, but well, we're also not going to be able to arrive as early to right. games as we did today. Today was special. Cause I, I left our work early for my birthday, but um, yeah, no, I mean, final thoughts were just, it felt so fucking good to be back in that arena, yeah. like, to just be around everything that, you know, a year ago, we really took for granted. And I think that that's, that's something, especially on my birthday, I get real sentimental and, um, stuff like that and realizing how much. How much I took situations like that for granted. How much I took my last birthday, which was our last Blue Jackets game, um, March 1st of 2020, for granted. Um, and just spending time with the people that, you know, mean so much to me. Uh, you know, Jeremy and I started doing this podcast so that we could we could fill those opportunities where we would have normally spent time together going to games. Um so now we could have the conversations still um, and discuss something that, you know, we love to do together. So just, you know, putting that out there for, for people as we approach this quote unquote one year anniversary mark of, you know, the COVID quarantine and lockdowns and, and all that sort of stuff is just remembering how much stuff we took for granted before this and getting able to getting the opportunity to be able to enjoy things slowly again has been has been really nice without a doubt and i'm so glad to have been able to do it with you on your birthday laura um 
as we wrap up, I'll I'll do you the honors of plugging our social media because it's your birthday. So I'll I'll take oh, it. I'll take. I you're know. gonna okay. I will I will do it for Let's us. Let's see how well this goes. Well, I first off want to say thank you to you all who have rated, subscribed, and all of that kind of stuff to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. We do have the ten ratings that we are so desperately looking for. Yay! Um, for, for Laura's birthday, and so we did reach that. But in terms of finding any of the content that we're posting on our social media, whether that be Twitter, whether that be Instagram, especially some fun content from tonight's game, you can follow us at ObjectivelyPod. That's at CBJ Actively Pod. Um, and we'll interact with you there. We love interacting with you all. So, you know, give us a follow, send us some likes on Instagram. We'll, we'll interact, we follow back, all that fun stuff. And until then, we want to make sure that you all are staying well, staying safe. And if you do get the chance to go to Nationwide Arena, like Laura said earlier in the podcast, I mean, it's, it's really safe. But just make sure you're staying safe leading up to it so that way you can take it all in. And we will talk to you all on Thursday. Bye.